Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Hope Reclaimed. I am your host, Eliho Paringshaw. It's in this podcast that we talk about active and practical ways that we can step into healing because God has already extended healing to us, and sometimes we need to reach out and receive it for ourselves. Today, we are closing out our series on body image, and I'm so excited because I am bringing the story of my dear friend, Natalie Kramer. And in this episode, we do talk about how she reclaimed her body image after experiencing sexual assault. So if that's something that is a little bit sensitive to you, or maybe you're listening with little ears, I would recommend maybe you listen to it at another time. Natalie has a certificate of trauma-focused narrative therapy. She has five plus years working with women statewide as well as overseas who have experienced a wide range of trauma, abuse from domestic violence to sex trafficking. And Natalie has so much wisdom and I'm just gonna dive in and get to this topic today. Um, I hope that you enjoy it and I hope that you feel blessed by it. We are finally friends because we finally hung out. Yes, (laughs) a long time coming. I know, we were like, we need to get coffee. We need to get coffee. Isn't that so, that's so funny when like you, you run in like similar circles and then I don't know. Yeah. Well, I like first wanted to reach out to you a long time ago because yeah. I saw your reclaimed group on yeah. the Grove thing and I read it as like just redeeming anything. Mm-hmm. And so, well, and that's how the group started. Mm-hmm. The group started really just like, if you have something that you need to like a level of pain that you want to step into and, um, yeah, and I still have such a heart for that. And I I, I I, want to believe that there will be other groups around sexual assault, around um, like family things that people mm-hmm. need to reclaim. Um, but right now I'm just kind of like keeping the, the focus with divorce. Yeah. So, yeah. but you have a lot of experience in, in helping and ministering to people who've experienced sexual assault. Mm-hmm. And yeah, do you want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah, I mean... I guess it would start from my own story, why I got into doing what I do. So I have my own story. And then post, um, kind of in high school, I knew that I wanted to work with women who had been abused, um, specifically sexually. And then after high school, went to school for social work um, and worked with women in a domestic violence shelter. And then when I graduated, I decided to go overseas and work in Pattaya, Thailand, which is the sex trafficking capital of the world. And yeah, so, so just like light work. Yeah. No big deal. Yeah. I just, I literally Googled um, anti-trafficking organizations Gosh. overseas, packed a red suitcase and took off. And you went for it. <laughs> yeah. That is so cool. Yeah. That's amazing. So. so your heart is really with women and just helping and ministering to women. Yeah. Yeah. Has it always been like that? I mean, you said that it came out of a lot from your experience, but... Yeah, I mean, I can share a little bit about that. Just um, so in high school, I guess I would say before high school, I grew up in like a really sheltered Catholic family. And so just like, I was kind of bullied in grade school and didn't really have a lot of friends. And um, I guess I just like didn't know a lot and I was just really sheltered. And yeah. yeah, Did you grow up in the Twin Cities? No. Okay. In Germantown, Wisconsin. Okay. Yeah. And then I went to high school and I did sports and I was good at sports. And so then I kind of started like making friends and people mm-hmm. knew who I was. And then I was like, oh, I could have a boyfriend. Like, what is this new <laughs> thing? Like, just, it was just such like a 180 or whatever of just life before high school and life mm. in high school. Okay. Of just like, it was a public school. I had friends, like, I was popular, I guess, like just from sports and just, 
I never would have even thought about having a boyfriend like in grade school Mm -hmm. um yeah and so I I don't really remember like everything how it all came to be but just this guy was interested in me and I was kind of like cool a boy and he's cute and older so whatever um yeah and so we started dating and I kind of told him from the get-go you know I love Jesus like yeah I just only want to kiss and like all these things he was like yeah I love Jesus too blah 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 um and I don't remember exactly when it was but I remember one night like we were alone and he just kind of pushed the boundaries and um so yeah so then that like long story short like started this almost like two-year relationship of just being like sexually abused constantly and um I would say it escalated pretty quickly and I remember one day like kind of feeling like oh my gosh I need to get out of this and tried to break up with him and he we were on a walk and he took like pens or pencils or something out of his like pockets and like snapped them in half and said if you break up with me I will kill you and I I don't think I actually believed him that he Mm -hmm. would but there was just this like intensity to him and yeah I was just scared and also when you're being abused that person has like a control over you and I definitely felt like damaged and like okay like is anyone gonna love me after him and like what's gonna happen and so I think I kind of thought I might be stuck in this um and didn't really feel like you know go to your teachers or the police or whatever like just didn't feel like I could do that um and so yeah there was one day when he was just doing things to me and I remember I was in the bathroom and I like turned and looked over my shoulder and could see myself in the mirror and I remembered thinking like okay like this is going to be your life so like get ready or get used to it or whatever like this isn't going to change yeah this Mm -hmm. will always be how it is yeah so yeah so then and how how old were you at the time you were uh, in high school but yep so I was a freshman in high school so I don't know how old you are yeah 15 14 14? I don't know (laughs) it's been a while long time ago yeah yeah so but but a terrible thought that you think that at that age like well this is just how it's gonna be oh yeah and it was it was really sad so there was this house that that we would go to and there was all of us girls that were there I'm sure were just being taken advantage of being abused and people were doing drugs and it smelled like there was there was a woman that owned the house and her son lived there with him and she would just sit in the front room smoking cigarettes and these kids would just come in and out of her house just doing whatever and it was really sad and it would happen in the bathroom so just like already feel low let's go to like the lowest of the lowest dirtiest place and just yeah so it was awful yeah (laughs) and yeah I I definitely lost like a ton of confidence in myself and um probably like lost like who I was um and I guess then kind of I don't know if like found my identity in men is exactly what I would say but it kind of became this game after things ended we ended up getting a different girl pregnant actually um and so I guess that's kind of how it fizzled out or whatever um yeah and then it was kind of like a game for me I would just kind of go to parties and be like okay tonight like 
that's the boy that I'm going to make out with or I'm not going to make out with anyone or whatever. Like yeah, kind like of like a, a, yeah. something to take back control, mm. I guess. Mm. Um, but yeah, never really dealt with anything till my freshman year of college was the first time I told anyone wow. what had even happened. Yeah. And how, how did that person respond? good kindly I don't know I don't oh, know how good. you would That's yeah great. it was actually at because a lot of people don't have that experience right of, of having somebody understand or, right yeah yeah and I had definitely tried to reach out I would say maybe to a couple mm-hmm. of people in high school but I don't know yeah so I was actually at like a Christian conference which that was like a whole nother weird story how I even ended up there because mm-hmm. definitely like turned away from the Lord when everything was happening in high school yeah but I wanted friends in college and this one girl like the Lord must have like put me on her heart pretty fiercely and she wow. went after me and invited me to this conference and I just went to like secure our friendship or whatever right right <laughs> um and the speaker actually he did this I don't know if you'd call it a skit or whatever but I don't mm-hmm. know if you've seen it where they take like a dollar bill or a twenty dollar bill or whatever yeah. and they're like oh like look at it's a twenty dollar bill it's worth twenty dollars and then they like crumple it and tear it and I think he like put Drew ketchup and mustard yeah, on it and like yeah. all this stuff and and then he like opens it and he's like okay how much is it worth and he's like yeah. it's still worth twenty dollars like it never lost yep. its value and that just like wrecked me wow because I think the biggest like lie I was speaking over myself was just that I'm worth less than other women who have had any sort of abuse like done mm-hmm. to them just because you feel used and damaged and questioned yeah. like because you don't love yourself so then it's like how could anyone else love right. me if I can't even love myself and so um well and I think especially having it well first of all just I, I just want to say I'm so sorry for what you went through because that is it is not okay mm-hmm. and and I think I mean I know that there's people listening that have had similar stories yeah. and it's terrible and it is not God's plan mm-hmm. ever yeah and even if somebody is listening and they are experiencing this right now there is hope mm-hmm. and you actually can get out right. of that experience mm-hmm. yeah um, and I love that you're here right now and willing to share your story because it's not about what happened to you it's actually right. about the healing and the restoration right. that's happened since then yeah and especially going through something like this at such a young age we don't know our own value at that age mm-hmm. or even you know I mean we don't even know who we are right. you said like right. you lost who you were yeah which absolutely makes sense because you're Mm -hmm. like a 14 year old girl right and and so to have somebody tell you what your value is based on how they're treating you right is just awful and terrible yeah it like speaks a negative like identity like you're saying you don't really know who you are and so if someone's like okay all you are is what your body can offer is like I mean that's pretty much in short like the message that I was getting of like if you want to be loved like your body better give and receive whatever I've got coming at it and And then and then to have that experience too where you looked over your shoulder and thought Mm -hmm. well this is what it's going to be right and thank god it's not anymore yeah you're not in that anymore which is amazing yeah so what did what did what did it look like for you to start receiving your true identity and then even beyond that too to begin to rebuild body image yeah I I think because there's so much shame specifically around your body in mm-hmm. probably any kind of abuse, but I guess I'm just speaking more from sexual abuse. Um, I think even I had friends in college and my best friend at the time, she loved like hugging and it's just like mm-hmm. even touch was like, 
I don't know how to receive mm. this because there's so much just trauma around touch and yeah like are you touching me because you want something and like what does that look like and wow and I feel like there might even be misconception of that where it's like oh you're abused by a man but that means you could like hug a woman all day long and, <laughs> and feel totally like, comfortable with anyone yeah, else yeah that's not a man right yeah which is not true and so right. um yeah so I think it was I mean just like receiving love and accepting that and knowing mm. that it came with like no strings attached and that people wanted to love me for who I was and that mm-hmm. even just sharing my story in college and was very like emotionally detached to it but just even mm. sharing parts of it and hearing you know other women who had gone through things who, who like letting me know I'm not alone and seeing women who are I guess if you'd say farther along in their healing or knew more of who they were Mm -hmm. just really gave like encouragement to me of like, wow, I I know this girl and she's full of life and joy and loves who she is. And then a few weeks later, I'd hear her story and be like, oh my gosh. And she went through something horrible, but she still is this like full of life, beautiful person was, I guess like encouragement to me that like, okay, I like I can be that person and I can have joy again and I can just be full of life Mm -hmm. or whatever. And yeah, I don't know. And I, I think I think the body image thing was maybe something that wasn't as in my face until I was in a relationship again. Yeah. Um, more of just the fact of, okay, my, my body isn't just what it can offer or give to people. Mm. And also that like people see me for more than just a body and yeah. being able yeah. to know what that is and like step into that of like, okay like I have a personality and I have like things to offer and who Mm -hmm. I am and then I think too just being able to take moments okay my body does more than offer sexual things it like walks me to class and plays soccer (laughs) and lifts up babies and like like things that are just like okay this is what a body does and that's like a good and beautiful thing and and how it's created like that um I think that that was definitely something that took a long time and we had talked before I feel like the biggest growth in that was just this last year year two years ago when I did my school in Seattle and just yeah they did a week on just like body and identity and I think having this and this was like a a ministry school can you explain a little bit about what it was yeah so I did a school in Seattle um to get my trauma therapy certificate Mm -hmm. Um, it's through the Allender Center. Um, and yeah, it's like a ministry, yeah. a faith-based school, I guess. But yeah. um, then but it, they but do different kinds of majors and okay. different but, things But it is like to that. get a certification. Yes. Of, uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Yep. And so the, the big point is that you can't walk anyone through their story if you haven't yeah. walked through your own story and gotten yeah. healing from your own story. So every week you would bring your own story of trauma. So yeah. This was the week Whew. of like your body. That must have been so heavy. It was intense. <laughs> like every week was probably like a new level, like a new unearthing of something. Oh right? yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. And you write the story, <laughs> and then you read it out loud to your group. And Are you so serious? Yeah. So, so you write it down, and then you read it. Yep. And the oh, way you man. do it is like this narrative therapy, where you're supposed to kind of write it more. So that as you're reading it, you literally are like going back to that moment because they want you to feel it all. It's so much about like how you feel it in your body and how Mm. your body holds the trauma and everything like that. Um, Man, that's heavy. Yeah. So heavy, but so worth it. I would recommend it to everyone. Well, and that's, I mean, yeah, I'm I'm all about reclaiming, obviously, about stepping into those like actual places that hold the pain because it's a level of exposure therapy. I mean, Mm -hmm. it sounds like that's kind of what 
what what yeah. your your trauma therapy was too of mm-hmm. writing that narrative like going into the pain mm-hmm. so that there can be healing in that yeah because we can't really experience true healing if we don't feel and acknowledge that healing needs to take place right which is to step into the pain that we're experiencing mm-hmm. um so yeah. wow man i i yeah. just that must have been so crazy so so there was this like body image week yeah mm-hmm. and I think when I read the syllabus, I probably didn't think much of it. Like, oh, that'll be like a week I don't get as much out of or right. whatever. <laughs> Which always happens. Like, you you like go and like, oh, Lord, I don't need you for that. Yes. And then he's like, yeah, actually, this is the week I'm going to blow you away. And um, like, you're okay. going to be wrecked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So honestly, I don't even know if I remember what story I came with. But I just remember mm. during like one of the big group teachings, just, yeah, they were talking about in Genesis, like how the Lord first created us like being naked and how there was no shame in that and obviously I've heard that story a million times and like every like kid bible nursery rhyme it's like which I don't think there's probably a kid's bible where like they're actually naked which I get it but then also it's like yeah but then also it's like okay we're almost like teaching shame right from the get-go because it's like still being covered and just like oh hey that's a whole other topic but like that's I mean it's true yeah so I don't know so I think it you know sometimes you just have to hear those truths over and over again and get them drained in and so I think I just I remember like writing it down and kind of like checking out then and having this like time with the Lord Hmm. in this like big group of just like okay God like the way you first made me was naked and like that was good and there was no shame in that and so like how do I get back to a place where like I can just like look at myself naked in front of the mirror and not feel like uncomfortable or like feel shame in that or like if someone wants to hug me like there's like this exciting invitation and like this mutual hug or whatever of just like touch can be good and like bodies can be beautiful and I think there's also the side of things like when you've experienced trauma to your body it's like okay my body isn't just for sexual things but also like someday my body is for sexual things and that's a good thing and how like do you have like restoration and goodness and holiness Mm -hmm. in that and like just being able to love who you are and like the body that you carry and the things that it can do and and also just like the trauma that I've been through like that gives me a story and and that's why I do like what I do now and and wanting to do this of just like I think even in the church like we don't talk about it a lot and so being able to start that conversation and just yeah just I I I hate that I felt worthless than other women and I don't want other people to feel that way or I feel like some women are like oh like but like my story's worse or like um, no one could ever understand and it's kind of like I'd like I care what your story is but also it's just like like you said earlier, it's not exactly about like what's been done to you. It's like, okay, how do we walk through this now? And how do we get to the other Mm -hmm. side? Because it's like, whether like you've been abused or you haven't been abused, like when God first created you, like whatever his purpose for you was, like none of that changes and whatever has been done. And so I think that was like a cool truth I had to work through too, because I think for a while I thought, okay, like since I've been abused, like now God has made me to like work with women who have been abused, but Mm -hmm. it's just like, no, God has always put in me this like fire and intensity for like yes. justice and for yes. women to be empowered and know who they are. And like now I have a relatability, which is like a bummer, but also good. Yeah. But yeah, but that wasn't ever something that like 
oh, because of this bad thing, like now there's yeah, goodness. It's totally. just like there was always goodness in me. There was always this purpose. And mm-hmm. this was like a hiccup like towards yeah, it was. what like the rest but, of but destiny then, but was. But it's almost he's there's an upgrade in it too. Mm-hmm. There's an upgrade always in our trouble. It's yeah. not that God provides the trouble. Right. But he says he's he takes the trouble and he gives you an upgrade. Mm-hmm. So, so you were saying that you like your body is worth more or your body is not just for you know sexual things or whatever mm-hmm. which is so so true mm-hmm. when we've been treated like we are less mm-hmm. than mm-hmm. how did you work to believe personally in just seeing yourself in the mirror to to get back to the point where you're not where you know that you're not worth less than hmm. yeah I feel like it's been a long journey of like lots yeah. of things um through life um I I feel like this is so cliche but like I have a tattoo and it says yeah girl for, the, for it says for the one on it and there's kind of like a mix of meanings mm. to that and so I got like for the one because I wanted to remember like in what I do like even mm. if I only can like help one person like it's yeah. so worth it but then I think you know like that was my intention in getting the tattoo but then I feel like the Lord wanted something imprinted on my heart and I guess on my body of just like and even if I was the only one like he would have done these things for me and so just that like redemption and healing and like I am so worth it like even if I was the only one like he would have done all these things and it's like what I tell my women all the time or my friends or whoever of just like you know like you're worthy and you're beautiful and you're not tainted and you're not like all those things like God is like and that's all true for you and so it's like yeah how do you speak those things into your life and over your life? And I mean, I think that's been something I've had to do like repeatedly over the years, but I feel like this time in Seattle was really good and just like getting to get down to like the deep mm. pain and the hurt and like really walk yeah. through it. And then even just having like a group of women around me who heard all the nitty gritty and yeah, they the, heard it all. <laughs> yeah. The everything of the story that maybe you, you keep hidden or you still have shame attached yeah. to, or you feel like, is gross or too much or whatever you want to say and having these women hear it and still like fight for me and love me and like and accept you week to week yeah and just I think that that like them continuing to come back because that rejection piece can be so huge and so like people continuing to show up and fight for me and love me was like dang like I like these people like think I'm worth it and I am worth it and like I don't know. And so I don't know if that really answers your question. No, it's totally, but, no I think it really does um, because it's, we, we, we need to know our identity. God speaks that over us mm-hmm. and we need to accept that. And we also need to, we need to hear it from other people. Right. I think that's so okay. Mm-hmm. We shouldn't always depend on that being right. said by other people, right. but we, but we have community for a reason, right? We have community for, for people to speak identity over us. Like, and I, I've, I've mentioned in this, this series on body image that I am really bad with like negative self-talk. Hmm. I, I'm like mean to myself and I've really just really tried to cut that out to just cut out the, the negative voice because I would never say that to a friend. Mm-hmm. I would never say the things that I say to myself to a friend, or I should say that I used to say to myself because mm-hmm. I'm on the, I'm on a, I'm on a upswing here <laughs> <laughs> in just like speaking positivity over myself. But yeah, because we, you know, we wouldn't say those things to, to a friend that we often will say to ourselves or believe about ourselves. Mm-hmm. And, and we need community to remind us of that. I think mm-hmm. too, yeah. of just like saying you are worthy, right? Like, you are lovable. Right. And shame is gone. Right. 
I think that tangible, sometimes I, I think about just like a tangible thing. Like I know God loves me and all these things. And then to like actually tangibly receive it from Mm -hmm. people or see that, I think just having it played out. And that's still like, it's from people, but it's really from the Lord. Like they're only able to like love me and care for me and give me grace and have all these things because of the Lord in them and how he sees me. And like, they're just acting it out for right, him exactly. like, like hands and feet of Jesus right exactly hands and feet and voice of Jesus yeah <laughs> sometimes um yeah. but but still not just depending on that because we right. need to ultimately go to Jesus for right. it otherwise we're getting that value from other people but right. but believing that it's from him right I think it's so okay to accept that yeah mm-hmm. yeah and having that space where when everyone's gone you still have that space with the mm-hmm. Lord and it's like and because people aren't always going to be there and so it's like if you're not first getting it from the Lord then what are you going to do when, cause usually when you're having a hard time, it's when you're alone. Yes. And so, so it's true. like, okay, so Lord, true. like remind me of all these things right. that, like, that yeah. I know is true or that I'm about to speak to other people and yeah. take me back to that place. And I think too, there's such, this isn't necessarily like body image, but just like beauty. I feel like mm. I, in grade school, I thought I was so ugly and I dressed like a boy. And then I don't know exactly when the switch happened, but like I think I'm beautiful and it's like mm. I feel like especially as women like we should be able to be like yeah I'm beautiful or like yeah dang I look good or like, yeah yeah I'm hot or whatever it's just like but, I've been saying I've been going around saying I'm flawless yeah because of Song of Solomon 4 7 which says you are altogether beautiful my love there is no flaw in you mm-hmm. I've been flipping my hair and I'm like flawless right. yeah and it should be like of course and like and other women should be able to like tell yes. each other that and just like yes and accept that's not- it and not like and not be sarcastic about it right I, yeah, I struggle with sarcasm with that of being like, yeah, yeah. Or like, but no, we should own it. Right. It's like, dang right. Or like, I know I am. Yeah. Tell me something I don't know. (laughs) Like, just like, I don't know. And there's not like a cockiness in that. I think there's like a confidence in knowing who you are and like the Lord, like would way rather you walk around and be like, God, like, dang, you did good. Like, and not just like, oh man, it's like, like he did this, like. We're, he put some hard work into it. We're and a like, masterpiece. Right. Like and, we were actually created by God. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like just, go, you know, going back to that, um, to that, the, the dollar bill analogy or like, you know, the $20 bill analogy, right. it does not matter what has been done to us. Mm-hmm. I mean, it does matter. Right. It, that it does matter, right. but it does not change our value. Right. Our value is based in the creator mm-hmm. and he created, he created us at the utmost value. Mm-hmm. And just because there's been you know, catch up thrown on us or if we've been mm-hmm. sexually abused, mm-hmm. that the the value does not change. Right. Yeah, it's the same thing. Like so then I can go around and be like, girl, you look good because you're a twenty dollar bill and or a million a billion dollar bill right. and God purchased you. Like right. he created you like that. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, I think that's so important. Mm-hmm. So and I want to talk a little bit about um just before we close, just a little bit about like getting back into relationships what Mm -hmm. was that like for you because yeah that was probably was probably a tough battle oh yeah at times yeah I mean again I it's not like all because of the Seattle school like obviously it's a lot of the Lord but again I think like a space to really walk through the hard things and have a space to like yeah be able to sit with the Lord and be like all right I have this hard story I haven't dealt with or this pain or whatever well it's clear Um, he used this he used the school oh for sure mightily for your right and I think for me because my job is so much of pouring out to people and wanting to help people or whatever I needed like God to be able to like pull me out and like take me to a different state and be Mm -hmm. like all you have is like 
just me and like nothing else to distract you or try to like yeah. help people so yeah what are you gonna do um <laughs> yeah but I think it was definitely really hard I didn't date for a long time um until like a year or two maybe after college um and that was messy and hard and I think in that too I just saw where there's still like my own insecurities and my own things yeah. I need to walk through um and so I'm not perfect I never will be but I think again like being able to walk through parts of my story and yeah. like have healing and know who I am and know my identity and where my worth comes from was so huge just in the healing yeah. and I think I know I'm so thankful for that yeah being able to have gone through that before starting the relationship that I'm in now mm -hmm. and so because um, I'm getting married <laughs> <laughs> yeah and um I just got really distracted about yeah. getting married. <laughs> you're like, you're like, oh, I'm going to get yeah. married. <laughs> yeah, but I think um, doing my own healing with the Lord of yeah. just like knowing where my worth and my value comes from. And then again, where it's like, okay, people are like the Lord's hands and feet. Mm -hmm. So then having a man that is showing me like, oh, I don't have to touch you. And you can still know that you yes. are like loved and yeah. valued. And yeah. I can affirm you by like what you do for people or like, Hmm. he loves that I am empathetic or that I fight for justice and so yeah. it's like none of those have to do with like the way I look or what my body does right. but it's just like it's things that you carry inside this amazing body yeah. and just like who you are yeah. and um and to be I've, confident in actually who we are because we're, what we are is so much more than our body right it's so much I mean right like the least the least interesting part of me is how I look right you know yeah well, and it's like that that verse about being clothed in righteousness yeah. and everything of just like, okay, so like what is my body like clothed mm -hmm. in? And even in the nakedness, it's like righteousness is still there. Like you can't yes. see it, but you know that yes. you carry it and you yeah. hold it and you have it. And it's not yeah. shameful. Right, right. Yeah, we're not clothed in shame anymore. Right. And then I think giving in like the healing of of my body, of being able to give myself grace when there are moments when I... I don't think I feel shame really anymore, but I think I'll have moments where in my body I can just feel something being triggered or yep. just like having a flashback to like a harder time. And mm -hmm. so how do I like give myself grace in that and like bring it to the Lord? I'm like, yeah. whoa, I am like, I don't know where this came from. Right. Or like why this song or this food or whatever like brought me back. But like, how do you walk me through and remind me like, but I'm at this place now in my life and I'm safe and I am whole and I am worthy and I'm not worth less than other women and I didn't get a second rate man or a second rate mm -hmm. marriage or whatever. And, and I think, and not whatever, I think like, yeah, in yeah. some ways it's just like there, I think there'll be more celebration like in that mm -hmm. of like what my body is and what yeah. I get to like speak into my daughters and other people mm -hmm. of just like, yeah, just like the wholeness in that and the healing. Cause yeah. I think, it's like when you have a family, like if something comes against your family, like you grow so much stronger yeah, because something's so attacking true. it. And so it's like, okay, like my body was under attack. And like, how did I come together with the Lord to like defend yeah. like who I am, like externally, like my body, but also just like yeah. internally, like yes. who I am and what he's put in me and what I carry yeah. and, and what a gift it's been to be able to meet so many different women and like hear yeah. their stories and encourage them and yep. sit with them and yeah, just be able to hold all of that. And well, and I love what you said 
just about yeah defending the family like that Mm -hmm. because we also have to defend our bodies Mm -hmm. against those triggers too Mm -hmm. and if we think of our if we think of our bodies as something that is like bad or you know Mm -hmm. like separate apart from us right then um you won't defend it (laughs) we won't defend it and we won't get stronger with it right so it's like you've you've done that work to with the Lord, Mm -hmm. but your body's a part of that. So Mm -hmm. now you're on the side of feeling stronger and secure in your body Mm -hmm. because of it. And I think that's just beautiful. My body's going with me forever. Yeah, it is. It totally is. So, but I want you to talk a little bit, if you would, about what it's like when those triggers come up. Hmm. Um, you you know, you, you said you intentionally kind of like remind yourself of those things. What, um, can you give some specifics about that? That might be maybe even helpful for some people that are maybe yeah. struggling with something similar. Um, I think it doesn't really happen a lot anymore, but I think maybe when I first started dating Trevor and it was just a new relationship, I think maybe sometimes... And like, Trevor is your fiancé? Yes. Okay. Uh-huh, yeah. Um, maybe like if we would be just like kissing or even cuddling, it's like I think sometimes my body would like maybe just like be in fear and maybe it's partially of like oh in other relationships this Mm -hmm. turned to worse things and then maybe also fear of like self-protection of like this could actually be a really good thing and like do you know that you're worthy of this and like Mm -hmm. are you ready to like accept that or whatever yeah so kind Um, of the both yeah your body is just like in its own struggle or whatever Yeah. yeah and so I I have had like a few panic attacks with Trevor and I think for me, it helps me when he just, he tells me to like open my eyes and he's like, you're here, you're safe. And just kind of like bringing me back to the moment that I'm actually in and not Mm -hmm. going back to a different moment. And I dated someone where I would have panic attacks and he just peaced out. And so having someone who's willing to sit with you in that and know, okay, this might be part of who I am for a little while. And, and I think too, like, again, you, you have to have that space. I think for me, it's after the panic attack of reminding myself that like, I'm okay, or that this doesn't make me because I think sometimes I can beat myself up too after the panic attack of just like, what just happened? Like, I felt so out of control. And like, why don't I have control? And like, I don't even know who I am. And like, why is this still happening? Like, I thought I was okay, or I thought whatever. And it's just like, like just calm down like you are okay and like this just because your body is triggered or you have panic like that doesn't mean that I revert 10 years to like who I was then or that all the healing and everything that's happened gets taken away it's like I can still come out of that panic attack knowing like okay like I am still so deserving of like this man in this relationship and I can still speak identity over women knowing my own identity and like I can still be this like force of nature that just wants to like empower every woman and be like dang it do you know who you are <laughs> like I don't know I love and that so, about you I love that about you yeah thanks yeah that's how God made you too yeah 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 and mm-hmm. you can like you can walk and you can carry that with confidence yeah and mm-hmm. that just is an outflow in your body too yeah yeah it's a beautiful can't thing. hold it back like, right it's just like it's there oh. <laughs> like, even if my mouth is quiet it's just like oh I love like, that I, just, I love that so much that's so good yeah um is there anything else that you wanted to be sure we like we touch on before we close? Yeah. I mean, I definitely, I guess I would just like put out there that if anyone like is listening to this, yeah. that I totally want to be someone mm-hmm. that someone can reach out to. And I think even whether like someone's still stuck in a relationship yeah. or if you've been out of it for a while and you feel like healing is never happening, I think 
just having someone to talk to is so Mm -hmm. huge. Um, I got together with a girl a while ago who was engaged like in a relationship and knew it wasn't good. And I didn't meet with her with the intention of like, you have to end this relationship or whatever. I just literally came and sat and just like listened to her and let her talk. And I think people just need to know that they can have a safe place. And also, like you said earlier of just when I was abused, like, no, I didn't have anyone to talk to and no one just like said, I am so sorry that that happened. And I think whoever's listening, if no one's ever said, just, I'm sorry, like, I am so sorry. And that's, yeah, no one deserves that. And I like, I I see myself just like grabbing every woman and just being like, I am so sorry. And just, yeah. And even if women that are listening that feel stuck in that like can't believe it for Mm -hmm. themselves it's like I hope I can be like an encouragement and a testimony that it's like you can be through hell and back and still have like a story to share and the dreams that you have or the things that you think are never attainable like those are so there for you and yeah that's so good and you have a story worth telling and um yeah and and I believe for everyone that there will be like Mm -hmm. fullness and yeah we were made for so much more mm-hmm. and god Absolutely. didn't make like second rate people and yeah i don't know i just like there's it's hard when you're like sitting and there's this like fire in me that's like ah like everyone needs not, to know what yeah. they're worth and that they're yeah. so important yeah and just yeah. like that empowerment like women women are awesome like yeah we are like to know that and well men are living that men are awesome too they are but right now I'm just talking to women (laughs) yes it's it's so true and I I think that yeah I just love how you're how you've taken this and you've you've allowed what you've gone through to like push me forward not define me not define you Mm -hmm. and then also um the, the confidence you have is really beautiful and mm. really admirable. And I just, I also want to say if there are people listening that, that don't feel confident after they've gone through something mm-hmm. tough, I think that's okay. Mm-hmm. Because right. we have to go through, we have to go through a process mm-hmm. to get there. And this was definitely a process. Like, I don't want that to come across yeah, at all. I was yeah. like, yeah, it was a piece, but he- like everything's great and like God is good. And like, it's like, he is good, but this was a long yeah, it was journey a, and, it and there's still things and it was a hard journey oh yeah yeah it took painful lots of tears lots yeah of... it took like a it it took um yeah it took a lot of steps mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah you had to you had to intentionally dive in yeah and yeah so th- so this isn't just an easy thing for sure but it's possible yeah and I love that that's what you're doing that you're you're sharing you're encouraging women because it is possible mm-hmm. you're giving hope and mm-hmm. that's that's so it's so encouraging mm-hmm. yeah so thank you so much for being here yeah. and for doing this this is like the best because you're just you're killing it and <laughs> and it's there's 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 so much healing and redemption mm-hmm. yeah and now you're getting married mm-hmm. praise god yeah <laughs> that's just amazing yeah. oh i love that so much and thank you so much listeners for hearing this um any information that we mention is um in this podcast will be found in the show notes. And is there, you, you had mentioned that maybe if people want to reach out to you, you'd be yeah, I could definitely for that. leave my email or something. Yeah. Is and that, I have a blog private? too that like, Oh, you do. 
Oh yeah. my gosh, you have a blog? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> so people can read that too if they want to just <laughs> that's, like. That's the best. If they're not ready to reach out, but they just want more stories Yes, that's so great. Yeah. So Or they want to reach out and what, can you be anonymous on a blog maybe? <laughs> you could probably be anonymous on a blog. Um, or you, you, I mean, you could just create a new email. And yeah, that's true. It's anonymous. <laughs> um, but any of that information I'll put in my, I'll put in the show notes yeah. so people can find you. But thank you so much for doing this. Yeah. Yeah, it's just the best. I just love Natalie so much. She is incredible. If you have experienced sexual assaults, if you've experienced domestic abuse or whatever, there is hope, there is restoration. And what you're going through or what you have gone through does not need to define you. There is hope and there is healing on the other side. And God wants to extend that to you. So I just want to thank you so much for being here today, for for listening in on this conversation and be a part of the conversation as well. Of course, we do have a Patreon page. If you want to give financially to this ministry, you can do that. And all of the information of those things are found in my show notes. Thank you so much for listening. And there is hope. There is redemption in Jesus. We will see you next week.